Hello, all my beautiful people. It is time once again for another amazing episode of If You Give a Data Podcast. So this week, I was supposed to have with me Duke Cornell, but he was unable to make it, and so I had to push his uh, interview back. He should be coming on, I think, in February. Still looking forward to having that episode, but I am very excited about the guest that I have on today, and that is Justin James. He is a wrestler out of the Texas area, and he wrestles for King of Sports Championship Wrestling and Texoma Pro. Um, I'm very excited for you guys to hear this episode. Turned out really good. We had some great conversations, and uh, I'm ready for you guys to hear it. And for everyone who is here just to hear the Justin James episode, welcome. I hope that you enjoy what you hear, and I hope that you stick around and listen to some of the other great episodes that we have here. So, if you're as excited as I am, then let's get this show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast. Hey, Dad. Get back in your car. Go. <laughs> get out of here. You can't be here. I wasn't about to call you Dad, so. <laughs> Seriously? Just for the, you know, the work rate, brother. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, she said he looked like an old piece of leather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Supernatural, which is by far one of my favorite shows. And I will be talking a lot about Supernatural. I will be quoting Supernatural. Bro. I just remember because they also, everybody, whenever they came to the ring, goes, <laughs> What? Okay, before I get started, you ever had a design in mind and you wanted to put it on a shirt or a hat or a cup, but you just didn't know who to go to? Well, come on over to R&L Designs where they make all of your custom needs come true. They make custom hats, they make custom shirts, they make custom mugs, they even do the tumblers and the glass mugs as well. They do key fobs even. They have great prices and they have a reasonable turnaround time. If you need anything custom, these are the people that you need to hit up today. You can find them on Facebook, and that is at R&L Designs. You can also find them on Instagram at R&L Designs19. They have a Facebook page. They have an Instagram page. They update it regularly with new products. You can also message them if you have something in mind. Hit them up today for all of your custom needs. Give them a like, give them a follow. All right, everybody. So today I have with me a wrestler out of the Texas area. I have seen him wrestle with Texoma Pro Wrestling and King of Sports Championship Wrestling as well. Um, he's also a member of the Gorilla Militia, a uh, wrestler out of Texas. Like I said, this is Justin James. Man, how are you doing today? Man, I'm doing wonderful. Uh, thanks for having me on. Been looking forward to it. Saw some of your other podcasts in the past and thought it'd be really fun to get on. I'm glad we were able to connect and make it happen. For sure, man. I'm very excited to have you on. And uh, like you said, we, I, I, we've kind of talked a little bit online and everything like that. So uh, I, I'm glad that I was able to reach out and get you on on such short notice. So <laughs> that'd be available. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, you never know what's going to happen. You know, uh, things, life happens. You know, I've had people who were supposed to be on that can't make it and things like that. So you kind of go, got to go with the flow on my end. And I'm just glad that you were able to be uh, flexible enough with me to come on, on, on the fly. Yes, sir. So how did you actually get started in wrestling? All right. So, um, I've actually been playing uh, minor league football since 2011 and um, and then started getting tattooed all up and towards the spring of 2016. And after a couple of years of me saying I was going to be done with playing football and tired of it, wanting to do something else because too many fights in football, Mm -hmm. my tattoo artists kept pushing me like, Hey, you should wrestle. You should wrestle. Like, first of all, I don't know how to get into wrestling. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Football was easy. I had people I knew I could get into football. Uh, wrestling, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing to get into wrestling. And one day I was just scrolling through Instagram, and one of those suggested follow uh, people that were on there was uh, Dean Fleming. Okay. And he was the SOAR World's Heavyweight Champion at the time. He's currently the uh, heavyweight champion again. But at the time, I saw him, had a belt on his shoulder in his picture, so I clicked on it, said he was in Dallas. I was like, huh, what's this? So I was like, send him a message, like, hey, how do you get into wrestling? And he sent me over to – Boston Bruises Pro Wrestling Academy's Facebook page. Uh, they're based out of Carrollton, Texas, and they also have an academy in uh, Little Rock that's Bumps and Bruises uh, 501. So okay. I got in touch with them and uh, had a tryout and then just went from there, and that started in August of uh, 2019. Wow. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you've so you've been at it for a few years and everything like that, but you kind of came in right as uh, COVID ramped up then too. How was it yeah, trying to train uh, during that time? <laughs> Oh man, it was, it was interesting. Um, you know, we weren't considered a gym, so we were still able to train. Um, we weren't shut down or anything like that because we weren't a gym where people had memberships or anything. They were more of a class. I got you. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because I went and, you know, I made my debut in February of 2020 in, uh, Montreal, Canada. Oh, really? I, yeah. I wrestled up there for FML uh-huh. and then I got back that week and ended up feeling like I got hit by a truck. I had a 103 degree fever. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't cough. I might've been patient for COVID in Texas, but I went oh, to no. the doctor and I was like, Hey, what about this new thing going on? And like, it's not in our area. I was like, well, I was just in Canada and multiple international airports. Like, no, you got the flu. It's not in our area. I was like, y'all never tested me for yeah. the flu. You just came in and said, you got the flu. And I was like, all right. <laughs> so I might've been patient zero bringing that to Texas. Man, it's funny because uh, I remember whenever they first started testing for COVID, um, if you were over, if you weren't over 65, they wouldn't test you for COVID. And like my wife was really sick and um, she, we went to the doctor and everything like that. And he was like, well, your fever is not over. I think it was like over 101 degrees. So if you're not over 101 degrees, then we're not going to test you because you're not over 65. So it was really weird at first how that happened. You know, now they're, you know, shoving the things in everybody's nose. Yeah, that's what's crazy is, like, you know, I went to work, I uh, worked at a jail at, at the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was just right in the middle of the hall check. I felt like a truck hit me. And I was like, well, that's not good. Yeah. Went to the nurse. I didn't have a fever. And that was like one o'clock. By the time I finished my shift at 7 p.m. and went to an urgent care, my fever was at 103.4. And uh, he came in and was like, yeah, you got the flu. I was like, are you going to test me for it? And he's like, no. And then like a few days later, I couldn't breathe. And I went to the doctor and they're like, oh, you developed bronchitis as well. Wow. I like, no, I probably had COVID. Yeah. 
I think I think it's definitely affected everyone. Uh, but yeah, no, I I didn't realize that you had uh, gotten into wrestling at that time. So I I'm sure that doing it at that point was a, a little different. Um, trying to train with all the different situations that they have going on. Um, so who would you say some of your bigger influences are for the character that you've developed? Oh, man, that's a, uh, cause I kind of go with the bikerish gimmick right now. So, you know, I got uh-huh. a little bit of the diesel Kevin Nash, uh, actually like Opie from Sons of Anarchy kind of watching his mannerisms and stuff like that. So yeah, just, I've taken some from wrestling, you know, like diesel, um, I do watch some of uh, Bam, Bam Bigelow's moves because, you know, he's a big man that can move right? and kind of the environment I want to be in and then take some stuff from movies and TV shows as well. Yeah. You mentioned Opie. I, I love that show. It's uh, probably one of my favorites, and I recently got my wife to watch it. So, <laughs> Yeah, um, I, just, I recently rewatched it. I made my wife watch it too, and she'd missed an episode. I'm like, what's going on? I was like, well, just watch and catch up. Yeah. I, I was just biding my time because she was like, Oh, I love Opie. And it's like, Yeah, okay, you know. <laughs> just uh, love him while you can. It's not exactly. gonna last long. <laughs> exactly. And uh, I actually had a wrestler on uh, from the Toronto area, and the dude looked just like Tig. Like it was oh, eerie man. how much he looked like him. <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting character in that show for sure. Yeah, it was. He but yeah, <laughs> he was I, definitely I, something else. <laughs> So um, I did see uh, that you you went to college at the A and M, correct? A and M Commerce. A and M Commerce, and you uh, studied in criminal justice and psychology. I did have my bachelor's of science in criminal justice, and I am nowhere near criminal justice field anymore. Nowhere near. Crazy. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's funny how you know you you do those things, and then life goes a completely opposite direction from that. Yeah, it's usually, uh, you know, especially if it's someone in criminal justice, you get working in that field and then you see all the shadiness and politics and backstabbing and you're like, no, I don't want to be in there. This is not a place for me. It's not a place I want to be in. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand that. Speaking of shady people, there was something that just came out in the news today. Well, news, uh, it was on Facebook, um, a wrestling Facebook news. Facebook news. There you go. Uh, a wrestling company that you wrestle for, a Texoma Pro, just had all of their equipment stolen. Uh, it was this morning, wasn't it? Yeah, it happened uh, around 6 a.m. this morning. Um, the truck, the trailer was parked out at the Sherman Elks Lodge, and someone in a white pickup truck, uh, don't have a clear picture to see any license plates or exact make or model of anything. But white pickup truck backed up, hooked up to the trailer, and took off with it. Has everything green, padding, um, lights. Uh, we do have a show this Friday. Um, we do have uh, Knight Davis is providing a ring for us. Oh, that's uh, cool. We are going to press on uh, while this investigation happens, and they look for it. Right. Um, so we are going to press on with our December shows that we do have scheduled because there's one this Friday, like I said, and then there's. A show, a toy drive, December 16th in Sherman at the Elks mm-hmm. Lodge. Mm-hmm. And then uh, December 17th, there's another show in Ardmore, Oklahoma. That's another toy drive because um, we're trying to get raise as many toys for the kids. So at the 16th show, if you bring a toy in, unwrapped toy, you get $5 off admission. In Ardmore, if you bring an unwrapped toy in, you get a free admission to the show. Oh, wow. That's really cool that y'all are uh, doing stuff like that. 
Um, it, it's I always like seeing it whenever these companies do stuff for the kids and that y'all are able to press forward and have, uh, you know, somebody help you guys out to where you can still do your shows. Yeah, it's a big blessing. Uh, like I said, Knight, he's one of the promoters and um, bookers for um, the heavyweight division of Texoma Pro. And it's uh-huh. a really blessing that he has access to. He has his own ring and everything right now. So, you know, like I said, we're going to be able to run for sure in December. And hopefully we have our stuff back before any January shows pop up. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, hopefully they find this dude quick. Uh, I, I wonder, is it somebody that was just grab and go or did they know what was in there? You know, it, it, you always come, um, you know. <laughs> yeah, you wonder. It's hard to tell. Maybe they just saw a loaded trailer. I'm like, hey, it's loaded up. You know, it's covered. Yeah. Something's in there. We might be able to make some money off of it, but it's going to be hard to sell wrestling stuff without anybody knowing where it came from. Cause our logos are all in that trailer. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's kind of a niche thing. You know, you're going to have to find somebody very specific. If you want to unload that. Yeah. They're not going to pawn a bunch of tools or anything. That's actually going to open the trailer. Like, Oh, this is very, <laughs> very noticeable things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all do shows in um, Texas and in Oklahoma. How far into Oklahoma do you guys go? Um, I have not been in Oklahoma yet because I don't have my license. I'm trying to find a doctor that has the availability to get a physical. Um, but I do know they have been in uh, Durant and Ardmore for sure because I know uh, DJ Tony Snow that's up there. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, helps set up at some of the Bubba Brew houses up there. So he's got some of the connections in Oklahoma for us. Right on. And uh, the, the one thing I love is there, there's so much wrestling that I, I've found in Texas alone. Uh Wrestling almost feels like football when it comes to Texas in, in an Arkansas opinion, uh, because there is so much uh, different places that you can go and find wrestling there. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you look at the Metroplex alone, I think there's uh, a solid 10 to 11 promotions in DFW wow. uh, running at some point. Yeah. Like, so there's all, and there's, you know, great quality promotions that, um, run once a month, some run multiple months, like, uh, I know MPX, mm-hmm. uh, they're actually doing a weekly show. They do one every Saturday at the, uh, at their center over in Bedford. So okay. and there's always wrestling available for a wrestling fan. If they want to watch wrestling, it doesn't have to always be what's going on. WWE, AEW impact. There's lo- tons of indie shows anywhere you look. Do you know what I found? I found that I'm enjoying more of the independent shows than I am the main product right now. I, even if, you know, I, I might not know what the storyline is going on some of the times, you know, but I'm enjoying just the passion in the matches that I'm finding. Hell yeah. That's the one thing I love is, you know, we get to construct a match and, you know, put our hearts and souls into them. And then the fact that the fans are, closer to the ring because of the guardrails you get to interact more with the fans so i think the fans like it because they get to be feel like they're part of it they're more involved you know they talk crap to a wrestler you're going to hear it in the indies and be able to like pop back off at the fan and get that banner going back and forth so it's a lot of fun right yeah that's uh, i think that's one of my favorite parts too and i'm actually new to uh the independent wrestling scene myself uh i went to my first indie show in um march of this year and so i've only been to a few but i have to say it is one of my most favorite things to go to and i've been to wwe shows before and it was nowhere near as fun as a local independent show was 
Yeah, I've uh, I've watched some that I've been booked on, and just you know sitting back and watching these indie dudes work, it's it's a blast. Like yeah. I said, I've been to a few WWE, I've been to AEW. Um, I'm not a big fan of AEW. That seems like everything is how many spots can we get into a match? <laughs> um, Spot monkeys. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not a huge fan of watching AEW. Uh, uh-huh. The talent there, yeah, love the talent there. It's just I'm not a fan of watching the matches. Right. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, so who would you say one of your favorite opponents is? Oh man, that's a good one. Uh, man. So, um, I've had a few new ones this year, um, that have been a lot of fun to work with. Uh, I worked Noby Bryant at King of Sports, uh, last month. That mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, real good athletic guy, heck of an athlete, heck of a storyteller. I, I worked with King of Sports, uh, against Aaron Eagle. Okay. Um, I know he took some time off and recently came back and he's just a good guy, a good worker, um, fun to be around. And then, I mean, wrestling against the man who trained me, Dante Smiley, um, that was during the COVID eras, uh, had a match with him and just the things he can do in a wrestling ring is out of this world. I mean, it's, he can literally leap out of a building. I'm six foot four, six, five, depending on the day. <laughs> and he leapfrogged me without having me having to duck at all. He just straight jumped over me. Oh wow! Yeah, so <laughs> man can leap out of a building if you get if you let him. That's impressive. Yeah, <laughs> so he's a lot of fun to work with, and then a lot a fun person to watch work has been uh, Dean Fleming. Mm-hmm. Um, his shoot job, he's a teacher, and he he brings that uh, into the ring. His his gimmick is he wears what looks like slacks and a cut, sleeveless button up with a tie. <laughs> and uh he'll kind of bring in some of that teacher stuff in the ring and you know he'll tell the crowd you know when my hand goes up your mouth goes shut kind of like teacher yeah. stuff and yeah he just he plays it well and it's fun watching him work with work the crowd so he, he draws some stuff from matt striker then i'm guessing yeah it's a it's a blast to watch him work I, I definitely would like to see that. Uh, going back to one of the ones that you said, um, Aaron Eagle, I actually just watched that match last night that you had with him. And I got to say that was an actual, that was a really good match. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, couldn't get the choke slam to hit where he went by the rope and yeah, able to get his foot on the rope and get away from the pin. But yeah, uh, that was a fun match until, you know, afterwards when his little buddy came out and played more me into the chest, but Hey, yeah. It's a different battle that'll come along later. Yep, yep. It's always setting up for uh, something that you can do in the future, right? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, do you prefer to work uh, heel or baby? Uh, oh man, I I love working heel because I kind of bring that cocky football attitude that I have. Right. I play on the offensive line, so you got to be a little cocky and have some attitude too. Yeah. So I get to bring that towards wrestling. As I'm, if I'm working a, as a heel, as a face, it's like okay, don't do anything that's going to make the crowd boo you. Uh, I feel like I have to overthink it as a face. Right. I like, can how tell. How be a good guy again? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's definitely harder to get somebody to like you than it is to hate you. You know, uh, you don't have to, uh, like, like I said, you don't have to think as much on that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a different animal compared, you know, facing heel. Like when we, uh, when I turned and joined the guerrilla militia at Texoma, the mm-hmm. first night they, the first uh, night that happened, they cheered us. We're like, well, that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> and then uh, their last show, I came out and 
uh, choke slammed two people during a match and made that match not happen anymore. And then I cost APOC a match uh, by just coming out. And so by the end of the night, I had them booing me. So it worked out. It was that the Gabe Wilder match uh, when you first switched over? Yeah, that's when I switched over and joined the Gorilla Militia. It was after that Gabe Wilder match, and we attacked him afterwards. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't actually see that coming, you know, and uh, that was really cool. Um, <laughs> I think Gabe, I messaged Gabe you. Got a, Gabe got a little uh, revenge back um, on the last show. Uh-huh. I did have a uh, title shot for the Oklahoma title against Ed Stone, and um, had him dead to rights and. Gabe came out and jumped off the apron and hit Franco and distracted me. And Ed Stone was able to roll me up with one, two, three and get out of the ring really quickly. So he got a little bit of revenge. He's like that, a little annoying nap that won't go away at a barbecue. <laughs> so um, I figure this, this Friday, if he shows up, uh-huh. um, he might have some uh, answers to the militia for a little bit. There you go, man. You gotta, you, you gotta make him uh, stand for the crimes, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> So what would you say is probably one of your favorite heel tactics that you use? Uh, is there something that you that you do in a match that you're like, yep, this is going to get me the heat I want? Oh, yeah, man. I love, uh, you know, just hitting someone really good. And, you know, all of a sudden they'll be draped over the middle rope. And, you know, somehow one of those annoying gnats will fly in my eye. So while the ref is inspecting my eye because there's something in it, you know, I'll just kind of, casually lean and choke on them or sit on them a little bit to make them choke on the rope while my eyes get looked at. And that <laughs> usually gets the fans hate me because I'm distracting the ref. <laughs> yeah. I look at my eye when there ain't nothing there. So <laughs> they don't usually like that move, but I mean, it's a, it's a favorite. Uh, it'll get them going though. Yeah. It's uh, I, I can see that. Who would you say is probably one of your favorite um, heels in the business today? Oh, and today, that's tough. Because um, like back in the day, I loved Triple H's heel work. Yes. He, he was uh, a master. I right? mean, my uh, youngest son, who just turned five in, in June, uh-huh. his initials are Triple H. So, Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I had exclusive, exclusive naming rights over him. So <laughs> he got the Triple H initials. That's great. Uh, but currently... I don't know if he's fully back to a face yet, but what Seth Rollins is doing is is just fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's kind of hard to boo him. It, even the crowd, you know, they they sing his his entrance with him and everything. You know, he's supposed yeah. to, he's supposed to be a heel, but he's so much fun to just uh, interact with in the ring. I was watching a video today, and it was from whenever. Um, he faced um, Roman Reigns for the championship recently, and he came out to the Shield old the Shield's old theme song, and uh, you yeah, know yeah. it, it, it has the Shield gear and everything exactly. But it, it's such a heel move because he was the one who broke up the Shield to begin with, and so for him to bring that out like that, it's like that. It was just perfect. It was beautiful. Yeah, I mean, you talk about that. I loved when he came out against Cody, and he was wearing the. Uh, Black and yellow polka dot. Yep. Dusty Rhodes uh, gimmick. I was, I popped. He pulled that robe open and I saw the polka dots and I lost it. <laughs> I was like, you just can't beat what he's doing right now. No, it, and you can tell that he's having fun doing it. 
Oh, for sure. And it's what it's all about, man. When you start, stop having fun. Yeah. You know, you don't want to do anything anymore. Right. Right. You've, uh, you've definitely, it, like you said, it, it, you can tell when people are having fun doing it and the ones that aren't, and they're just kind of phoning it in and stuff because the, the storylines seem more rich, I guess you could say, whenever they are enjoying what they're doing. Oh yeah. Like Sami Zayn is enjoying what he's doing with the bloodline right now. And it's, it's fun to watch that too. For sure. Um, but I definitely believe that Sami Zayn will be the biggest face in WWE when they turn on him. Oh yeah. That that's going to be, and it's also, you know, the talk of, you know, when he, they turn on him, does he get to go after Roman or does he want to be back with KO and go for the tag titles? But it's going to be fun to watch what happens after they turn on him. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm not sure which way they'll go with it. Uh, probably they'll go the tag route because, I mean, they do, like, they had um, Survivor Series was this past weekend. And so they had the whole storyline that was going with, you know, uh, oh, well, he was in talks with KO. And, you know, you can kind of see that KO is caring and he's trying to help Sammy out in this. So I could see them going the tag team route with this. Yeah, for sure. So, well, I'm saying we'll see. And, you know, I think it's going to be a great payoff once they get to it. Definitely. Most definitely. So I kind of want to switch back over here uh, to a few things to talk about with you. Um, where all exactly have you wrestled? Oh, man. Let's see. Um, so, you know, so I started with Sword Championship Wrestling and, uh, you know, out in Dallas. They go, mm-hmm. they run every first Saturday at the Dallas Upslodge or second Saturday. I'm sorry. And then um, CKW, which is Chaotic Kingdom Wrestling in Little Rock, Sherwood area. Uh, they run the third Saturdays of the month. Um, I made my debut, in-ring debut in uh, Canada from the FML mm-hmm. up there. Uh, worked for Texoma and Sherman, King of Sports. They're kind of all over East Texas area right now. Um, I'm going to be debuting in January for Matt Warpro Wrestling. Um, they're out in the Fort Worth area. So we have a show Friday the 13th in January for that one. Uh-oh. And I'll be making the debut in Northwest Arkansas, your neck of the woods. Yes. In uh, January for Diamond State Championship Wrestling. That's going to be uh, headed up by Xander Gold. Um, joining up with uh, Murder Inc. Be tagging with my boy Colt Kilvane up there. So it's going to be a lot of fun. First match is against Tino Martinez and someone else. I forgot who it is, but it's going to be fun. Yeah, it, it sounds like a great time, and uh, I, I can't wait to see you come up here. I, I will definitely have to be at that show. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a blast, and we're gonna, you know, it's gonna be the first or the third Sunday of every month, and I'm pretty much booked with him through the whole year. So he's already given me all the dates. Okay, and that will be exclusively in Northwest Arkansas. Yes. Okay. He's gonna be in that that area up there. Okay, it, it that's nice to have because uh, for a long time. Northwest Arkansas didn't have um, it's a lot of wrestling here. You know, if you wanted to see something, you'd have to go to mid states, which is in Harrison, Arkansas, or uh, you'd have to go over to Oklahoma, or you'd have to go to Springfield or Joplin or something like that if you wanted to watch wrestling. But here lately, we've had a few companies who have come in here. Uh, you know, we've got Ozark Mountain Wrestling, and you've uh, had a few other ones as well. Um, so it's it's nice to see those uh companies start to come here because you know we we like wrestling too 
<laughs> oh yeah, I think that's what people don't understand is you know someone's like, oh, it's wrestling. You know, nobody likes wrestling. You would be shocked how many people love wrestling. Oh, for sure. You know, and they're like, well, it's all it's one kind of fan base. Like, no, it's not. It's open. There's yeah. people in every business sector that loves wrestling. Yep. Well, I mean, that's uh, with my job. There was um, there's somebody I had a feeling that they liked wrestling, and uh, but I wasn't for sure. So I kind of tested the waters and started dropping like little subtle uh, phrases and stuff like that that usually wrestling fans would know. And he picked up on it, and now he's probably I've had him on the show with me. Uh, Robert, he uh, has done like the WrestleMania show with me, and I think he's done like a show about Batman on here. Uh, with me and so that's who i have at work now to talk about wrestling with and you know like you said you never know where you're going to find a wrestling fan at but we are everywhere it's amazing to see you know you can go to a show and see people from all different kinds of walks of life and you're like never would have guessed that person to be a wrestling fan so it's just <laughs> it's fun to see and fun to watch for sure to see how everybody interacts yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Uh, you go to those shows and you see the soccer mom with her kids, and you're like, wait a minute, I didn't, I didn't really expect that. So, no, <laughs> and they're booing just as hard here. as the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you have a favorite storyline that you've been in? Um, I haven't been into too many um, storyline storylines. Um, uh, this guerrilla militia storyline that we're starting up um, uh-huh. looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, and you know, it's going to be. It's just going to be fun. That's all I know. It's, you know, going to be establishing ourselves as the dominant team right. in this area and just going. So it's going to be fun. It's something I, you know, I've been a part of a team when soar before and it kind of fizzled out because of COVID. So we never really got to see where that story was going to go. Right. But uh, I'm excited about this one. Well, I can't wait to see what happens with it as well. Um, do you have a dream opponent? whether that be somebody in any any promotion or they could be retired even. Um, do you yeah. do you have a uh, opponent that you would just be like, man, if I could wrestle them, all my dreams would come true? Man, uh, I don't know. That's a <laughs> tough question. Um, on the indies, there's a few people I really want to wrestle. Um huh? Just because I think it'll be fun. You know, I want to go against uh, trainer Dante Smiley again. Uh, I would love to get in the ring with Barrett Brown, um, Shane Taylor. Um, You know, there is this, in King of Sports, there is this super heavyweight division and title that's going to be coming out in the next few months. In that division, I would like to go against Sam Stackhouse. Yeah. I would like to square up with him in a ring. So I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, Angel Camacho is another guy I want to get in the ring with and think it'd be fun to just battle it out with him and just tell a story of two big guys just beating the hell out of each other and see who comes out on top. That sounds great to me. Um, even, uh, you said Sam Stackhouse. I've, I've, I've actually had him on the show and, uh, he's a great guy and I think that would be a really cool match to see. Oh, yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun. I saw he did a death match at uh, Texoma uh-huh. with Masada. I mean, I'm not going to do a death match with him because I think <laughs> I'm too I'm too pretty for that, and I love my tattoos and don't want them messed up. So, yeah, I, I'll, I'll stick away from death matches, but 
if he wants to have a regular match, I'm good with that one. <laughs> yeah, those death matches that that would scare the crap out of me to have to do one of those. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. It's not on my bucket list for sure. I mean, I got a match at a Christian Wrestling Federation this Saturday. It's a triple threat inside a steel cage mm-hmm. with uh, the uh, guy that works over there named the Guardian, as well as Apoc. And it's a last blood match, so nobody can win until that last man's bleeding. I'm already like, all right, someone's going to bust me open and mess up my pretty face. <laughs> well, how do you prepare for that? Um, I don't know. Um, I've gotten some tips from Nate Lawson because he's been in a few cage matches. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's just, you know, it's kind of going to happen because it's the last blood match. You're going to bleed. So it's just like, you know. Right. Just make them bleed first, and maybe I can get away with like grab some of theirs and just put it on my arm, like oh I'm bleeding, I can go for the win now. <laughs> I'm trying to sneak something in that way. There you go. Yeah, I mean use some like, use no, some good I'm heel tactics right here there. My arm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, you know I actually think I saw a match in Impact to where um, it was a it wasn't a last blood, it was a first blood match, and they ended the match because somebody was bleeding on the elbow. Yeah. yeah. I was like, and see, that's the thing. We thought, we thought, you know, with last blood, it would be the last person not bleeding wins. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you're in a cage. There's too many variables. You know, someone could, y'all could all be bleeding quickly if someone hits the cage and cuts their arm. Right. So, and, you know, we decided that yeah, it's going to be everyone. The last man bleed. Everyone has to bleed, and after that last man's bleeding, someone can finally win the match. Five oh, wow. ten faller submission. I just had a, a, a good, like a crazy idea for one of those, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Somebody who you just want to get it, get it going. And so the crazy person like cuts theirself. I was like, let's get this going. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for uh, the last person not bleeding that match. Cause once two of us are bleeding, we're going to look at that third person. Like oh, your turn. <laughs> the person's going to get the hell beat out of them until they're bleeding. <laughs> They're just so, going to be a piece of meat over there. <laughs> yeah, because at that point, we can't win until that person is bleeding. So like, all right. Exactly. <laughs> so where exactly did you play football at? Uh, you said that you played uh, minor league football. Uh, yeah, I played in um, a few teams up in North Texas. I started with a team called the North Texas Longhorns. I played with a team called North Texas Stampede. Uh-huh. Um, Dallas Anarchy, and as well as a team open in Tulsa called the Oklahoma Thunder. Okay. Uh, won some, several league championships, a few national championships with these teams. So, got a little ring collection going. So, nice. a lot of fun. I'm still semi playing because I can't quit playing football for some reason. <laughs> it's in your blood, man. Yeah. I mean, there's a, their Mania weekend uh, this, this year. I wrestled a short show at like two o'clock or three o'clock on a Saturday, got done with my match, left, went to the football field and then played a football game. Right on. I mean, and that... ended up hurting my, hurt my back, my back locked up on that, in that game. And I was like, Oh, this is dumb. Oh no. I'm not as young as I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you're about the same age as I am. So yeah, I, I definitely get that. That one uh, made me feel my age that day for sure. <laughs> well, now I've gotten to where, um, if it rains, my knees hurt. So, yeah. I, I haven't I, got that bad, but uh, every once in a while, you know, I've been fortunate. The only thing I've ever had gone wrong is a tore my meniscus. And I had surgery for that. So, 
every once in a while, you'll just hear a loud pop when I'm walking. It's just my knee popping. Like, so that's about as far as I've gotten so far. Have, weather hasn't really affected anything yet. Yeah. Well, I, I, knock I, that, on wood for that one. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Let's hope that it stays that way because, uh, yeah, the weather thing, it sucks because then I'm limping around the office afterwards. <laughs> so do you have any hobbies that you like to do? Oh, man. Besides wrestling and football? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like to hang out with uh, my kids and everything and the wife uh, and our two little adorable dogs that are pains in the butt most of the time. Uh, but, you know, we like to, you know, cook out for the kids and everything and um, build little fire and fire pits, go on walks with the dogs. Uh, got a nice little whiskey collection. So sometimes just sit around, smoke a cigar and sip some whiskey. Sounds like a good time. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my tattoo artist got me hooked on different whiskeys. So I got a nice little collection going of different Texas whiskeys. And Okay. So that's kind of a hobby. And that is, getting tattooed. <laughs> getting tattooed. Well, yeah, I'm and, running out of room, though. <laughs> you're running out of room, and it sounds like you picked up what could be a expensive hobby too with the whiskeys, because I know those prices can start getting up there pretty steep. Yeah, uh, I got one, a uh, couple bottles at about a hundred bucks a piece. So, oh I yeah, try, I get uh, those are sparsely bought that make yeah. them last a little bit longer. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I totally Don't get share that. those with everybody. <laughs> Only the special people get those, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I know you've talked about some of the different places that you're going to be uh, uh, doing things at, but do you have any other things that are coming up that maybe you want to talk about? Um, I mean, yeah, I got my, I got my oldest son graduating high school in May. So oh, wow. I uh, had his senior night football game uh, November 4th, which was the day before his 18th birthday. Mm-hmm. That actually got moved to the third because of bad weather, potential bad weather. And uh, not going to lie, thought I was going to be able to hold it together, held it together throughout the game. And then when the clocks hit zero, I uh, I lost it. You know, baby yeah. boy's all grown up and I cried like a little baby. I can imagine. I, I don't know how I'm going to react when my kids graduate. Yeah. So feeling that's going to be the same way once he uh, walks across that stage in May as well. But yeah. It's it's interesting because you know I got with my ex wife. I have a senior all the way to a kindergarten. Wow, so, <laughs> yeah, that's a, a a very large gap there. Yeah, well, it's senior, eighth grade, third grade, kindergarten. There you go. Yeah, it kind of yeah. spread it out. Uh, I uh, I think I'm going to play it safe. Uh, we talked about having another one, but I don't think we're going to because now when both my kids are out of the house. I will only be 41. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my wife is uh, a little bit younger than me. Uh-huh. And I say a little bit, but I mean, we have the same birthday, just 11 years apart. So I'm 36. She's 25. And so she's back and forth if she wants a baby or not. So I'm just like, oh, I'm going to be like 60s before kids out of the house <laughs> if we have one. Yeah, that it gets I know it gets more and more rough uh, the older you get having kids. Yeah, I mean they're 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 fun, but for sure, you know when I'm in when I'm sixty, I didn't want to think about like, all right, I got a senior to go to, and I'm going to go to graduation. I'm like, oh, you brought your granddad? I'm like, no, I'm a dad. Leave me alone. <laughs> I kind of had that happen. My dad's older, so I think he was like forty five when I was born. 
So uh, everybody was always like, man, your dad's old. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but um, yeah. And see, it's the opposite with my 18-year-old because I'm like, hey, your dad's not that old. No, I'm only 18 years older than him. Yeah, yeah. Started uh, a little early on that one. Just, just a little bit, but, you know, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. So being a dad and trying to do the football and then doing the wrestling and everything like that, it's got to be very hard to try to balance all of that. Uh, it is. Um, luckily, my 14, 8, and 5-year-old absolutely um, love wrestling. They love coming to the shows. Uh, yeah. They'll be the kids all, hanging on the guardrail, jumping up and down, going crazy. Um, <laughs> so they have a lot of fun at the show. So that's it, fun, you know, something I get to do with them. And um, my 8-year-old, she is a sassy little diva. And um, when uh, Soar, when Dante and his partner at the time, Ty Wilson, when they were the radical athletes, they turned heel. Uh-huh. Um, she tried after their match. She tried. They turned heel in the match. She tried to get her hands, you know, slapped by Dante, and he ignored her. And he was standing by, back to the curtain, you know, talking crap to the fans and everything. When he got behind that curtain, my eight year old was waiting behind that curtain, like you better shake my hand. Oh, <laughs> he was like, my bad. I had to, he's like, I had to do it for the crowd. <laughs> but yeah, she's like, don't ignore me. <laughs> That's great. I like that. She's uh she's definitely going to be one of those that uh, you don't have to worry about her. She's going to be able to take care of herself for sure. It sounds like. Oh yeah. She's going to be um, my little hellraiser that more than likely is going to get suspended for beating up a boy or something. She's going to give you all the gray hair. Oh yeah, all of the gray hair is coming from her. <laughs> yeah, somebody asked me the other day. They was like, "Why, why do you have so many gray hairs?" And it's because I, I told him I said it, it's because I have a daughter. <laughs> yeah. And then I, my fourteen-year-old a... daughter, she's she turns fourteen December sixteenth, uh, and she's so innocent and so nice and quiet. Like she's she's not going to cause any gray hair. She's going to cause me to hurt a boy someday that breaks her heart. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other than that, like she's, she was good. Yeah. And then this eight-year-old daughter came <laughs> and is like, hi, I'm making up for everything. Yeah. That, that seems to be the way that it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so where can people follow you at if they want to follow you online? Oh man, I am on Facebook as Justin James. Um, that is, if you want to get technical, it is my shoot first name and middle name. I only pay missions, my real last name off of Facebook. So, Okay. Justin James on Facebook. And then uh, Instagram is the Justin James one. Mm-hmm. I believe it's the same for Twitter. Okay. Let me double check. The <laughs> Justin James one. And even on the new one, Hive, I believe I have it as the Justin James one because I tried to be uniform all the way across. There you go, man. Also, uh, I am a semi-sponsored athlete by wrestling over everything apparel okay um they're a great small business that supports indie wrestling like crazy they will go to any indie show out there if they're invited and sell some of their shirts they will post your flyers on their instagram pages um paula who works for them she'll share your flyers on their instagram stories and facebook um if you tag them and everything so they're big on supporting indie wrestling um and if you go to their page, website, and order anything, and you use the promo code JJ10, you get 10% off at checkout. 
So you can go and save a little money. Um, everything fits great. Her sweat shorts are comfortable. Hoodies are comfortable and super soft. Shirts fit really good. Okay. And like I said, it's just a small business that supports small indie wrestling. So it's a great partnership to be part of. Awesome. Yeah, I'll have to check them out for sure. So is there maybe anything that you want to tell your fans before I get you off of here? Um, just be ready for 2023. Um, a lot of interesting things are about to happen. Um, some big things about to happen. Can't say anything about it yet. Okay. Um, but it's going to be fun and, um, it's going to be a little sparkly, a little gold. I'll tell you that much. All right. There's going to be some gold in the future for sure. (laughs) I'll make sure that happens. So, all right. Well, man, I, I look forward to seeing what happens with you in the future. And uh, I can't wait to have you come up here so I can see you wrestle in person. Yes, sir. It's going to be fun. All right. Well, you have a great night, man. You too. All right. What's up, everybody? This is the Showcase Alex Royal, brand new host of When This Microphone Hits My Mouth, You, well, you get the idea. We're going to be bringing you guys new episodes every single week, keeping the same popular style format that we had on What Can You Offer, my other podcast with John Cross. Be sure to check that one out because every once in a while you might see another special episode and you never know, John might cameo on this one every once in a while. But we're going to bring you unique perspectives on all things Oklahoma wrestling, pop culture, entertainment, podcast, and really, honestly, just anything that pops up. We're just going to have a free-for-all, have conversations, have guests, and have a grand old time. So be sure to check us out every single week. The goal is to have a new episode drop every single Friday. So you, yourself, your friends, and everybody else listening to this right here can check us out. Be sure to check back. Hey, everyone. This is Brian Ferguson. If you're listening to this, then I know you are enjoying the Bumps and Thumbs podcast. In order to continue to run the podcast and get guests on the show, we need support from people like you. Please go to anchor.fm forward slash Brian, B-R-I-A-N, dash Ferguson, F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N, the number three, and click on the support button. Once you are there, you'll have options to select from to make a monthly contribution. Your support will help us get on wrestling stars that require financial compensation. Again, that's anchor.fm forward slash Brian, B-R-I-N dash Ferguson, F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N, the number three, and click on the support button. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And enjoy the podcast. A yabba dabba doo. This is a Cat's Pajamas, a.k.a. Cat's PJs. And I'm the host of Cat's Pajamas Radio Show. Well, what is it that I got at the radio show, you may ask? I've got everything from live interviews with various people from wrestling to and artists and artist collectives we talk all things conspiracies scary stories and uh, fun random music facts you can check me out on spotify at cats pajamas radio show got a really killer playlist for all of you as well or you can find me on instagram cats pajamas one two three so I hope y'all go ahead and give that a listen. And a special thanks to uh, If You Give a Daughter Podcast for putting me on. 
much love. Appreciate it. All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Justin James. He was a great person to talk to. I had a lot of fun, and I hope that you guys enjoyed hearing that as well. So right there at the end, he told me something, and uh, it, he said that there might be a little gold in his future. Well, since uh, this, I since I recorded this episode, um, one of the Texoma Pro shows has aired. Um, they were actually able to go ahead and do one of their shows because of the person that was donating the ring to them and all that. And he won the tag team championships uh, with the Gorilla Militia on Friday night. So congratulations on that. That's the gold that he was talking about, I think. And uh, I am just excited for him, and I'm excited to see where he goes next. I will be going to see him whenever he wrestles in uh, Northwest Arkansas. And, uh, yeah, I hope that you guys enjoyed that interview with him and, uh, maybe I can get him to come back on again in the future. So I have a few cool episodes that are coming up here pretty soon. Uh, I had Ivan Warsaw and my Michael St. James came to my house on Saturday as I'm recording this it's Sunday. So it was last night. I had them at my house. Ivan Warsaw is one of the wrestlers at, Ozark Mountain Wrestling and Michael St. James is the owner of Ozark Mountain Wrestling and I got to have a really cool conversation with them last night and I can't wait for you guys to hear that episode uh, coming up. Um, Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun and I think I want to do more in-person episodes. It was probably one of my most favorite things that I've been able to do since I've been doing this show is have people come over here and record with me. So, Be on the lookout for that episode coming up. I've got some other great ones that are coming up. I'll be having Alex Royal come on. Um, I'm waiting to hear back from the band Reverse as I'm talking to you now. Um, I haven't heard anything back from them, so we will see if they are still going to be coming on or not. You never know. Things happen. Life happens, you know, and so you kind of got to go with the flow. So uh, we will see. I know I've told you guys that they are going to be on the show, and I hope that I will still get to record with them tomorrow. But as of right now, I haven't heard anything from them, so I'm not really sure if we'll be able to do that. But you will be hearing that episode uh, with Ivan Warsaw and Michael St. James. And then, like I said, I will be having Alex Royal come on and Tommy Dean and uh, Big Man Thrash will be coming on as well in the next few weeks. So I've got some pretty cool episodes that are coming, and I can't wait for you guys to hear them. So if you guys want to follow me online, you can do so by going to uh, Facebook and looking up If You Give a Dad a Podcast, or you can type in at I-Y-G-A-D-A-P, which is the acronym for If You Give a Dad a Podcast, um, or as I like to call it, IGADAP. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram, and that's at Give a Dad a Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, and that's at DadPodcast11. And I'm also on the new social media platform called Hive, and it's at DadPodcast11 there as well. I look forward to hearing from you guys. I look forward to seeing you guys on there and talking and interacting with you. You can also send me an email. My email address is giveadatapodcast at gmail.com. Send me a line on there. If you have something you want to talk to me about, 
I'm more than willing to talk with you. I am excited to hear from my listeners. I've got some great things coming up. I've got the new merch that's come out on uh, Shirtcasters. You can find the link in my uh, show notes to both of the shirts that are on there. I've also posted both of the places that you can find them on social media. Go and use that and check out. Use the promo code DADPOD and you can get 10% off of those shirts as well. I will be coming out with new merch as well. These are just the first ones that I have coming out, but I do have some ideas for other things that I would like to get made here soon, and they will be coming out, and I'll let you guys know as soon as they are available. Um, Before I get off here, I want to give a shout out to my um, sponsor, RNL Designs. They're awesome. They have been with me from the very beginning, and I am very appreciative of them. They have all kinds of Christmas stuff that is out now. Um, go and look at their pages. I'll have a link to their page in my show notes as well, um, to their Instagram, their Facebook, and their Etsy page. They've got all kinds of cool stuff that are coming out. Go and look them up. Go hit them up for all your Christmas needs and things like that. They do custom elves with uh, the name and the date on there. All kinds of stuff. It's really cool ideas. So, yeah, go hit them up. And thank you again to RNL Designs. So, I think I'm going to bring the show to a close. I love you guys. I hope that you have a wonderful week, and I will see you next time. Bye. If you enjoyed our show, come back next week. Come on, guys. You know you want to come back. This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network.